Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <laughs> Live from New York. It's the Great. show that is starting with Mad some you. hot takes on Greg Popovich. That will not make the air. But Maybe it will. They're out there. He's in Weird and Wonderful. Be better. Oh, that's, that's yikes. Uh, today, is Dak playing for the MVP on Sunday? And is there a chance Josh Allen can come in and steal the game and the award? Wow. Strong maybe. Meanwhile, Draymond. The suspension has no determined end, but is the season already over for the Warriors? And finally, well, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the bud list. Alongside no chance. <clears throat> Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. All right, what you got? Bro? I, I know you're trying to trip me up, so what? I'm not trying to trip you up. I've asked <laughs> the same question for years now. And you're always like, ah. Anyone on the bubble bud list? It was plenty. There are about five guys. <laughs> Your boy, FTF favorite, Baker Mayfield almost got on the What, road. he just had a game-winning drive? He was almost, he didn't quite place. make it, but he almost he First won. place, best quarterback in the division They're coming off the game. Franchise quarterback. Same right. as Tom Brady. <laughs> we start with the Cowboys in Buffalo as one-and-a-half-point underdogs Sunday at four in America's Game of the Week on Fox. Dak currently the MVP favorite, has the most passing touchdowns in the league. Josh Allen has 35 total touchdowns, yeah. which is five more than Dak. Here's the MVP odds that we've grown so fond of. Dak, Purdy, Lamar, Hurts, Tyreek, Mahomes, way back there. Josh Who's Allen. Him? Well, Josh Allen, he, what's the question? Is Brew, is there any chance Josh Allen can make a case for the MVP if he wins and has a great performance? Well, look. He can get back. He can't make a case to be leading after. I don't care if he throws for 500 yards and they win. He can't be leading by any stretch. Can he get in the conversation? Yes. It'll be difficult, but hear me out, Nick. Hear me out. I'm listening. There are steps. The first step would be to beat Dallas and play tremendously, right? So let's say he throws for 360 Three touchdowns, no picks. Clean game. All right. That would be amazing. They would, right, that would be. Pick I, in nine I, I straight know. games. So, so it's going to be difficult. But he, let's say he does that. Secondly, they have to win out and, and win the division. Now, these are difficult things, but I'm just saying they, they are within the realm of possibility. Sure. I agree with so that. So win out, win, win the division. Yeah. And the other guy, mainly Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott, and then probably even Lamar Jackson, need to really falter badly. Oh. Like, John, he doesn't control his own MVP destiny. Mm-hmm. He can play great from here on out, but if Dak continues to play great, if Brock continues to play great, and then sure. a few other guys, then he can't jump them because he will have done it for a part of the season where they've done it essentially for the whole season. Well, th- look, can we? This is what I'm talking about. When I feel like I have been unfairly for four years tarred as a Josh Allen hater, mm-hmm. when I feel like the only sane man in a world full of crazy people. This is what I'm talking about when I say we hold him and discuss him by different standards than every other player in the league. Wilds, I know you've got the graphic. Oh, we'll go to you on this. Oh. What do... All 
of the last decade of MVPs have in common? Well, I'm glad you asked. They're all usually the number one seed or, on two occasions, the number two the number seed. Two seed. We can okay. show the graphic yeah. here. Okay. The footnote here, the Bills are currently the 11th seed, so there is a one in there. twice the odds. Two ones. Everyone's the number one so, seed. But, on, there's, not there's, even in the playoffs. Everybody's also and, a quarterback. Yes. That could change. So here's, here's the other thing, though. They all also not only are the one or the two seed, and we can remember all of those seasons, mm-hmm. they were phenomenal yeah. statistically. Let's show Josh Allen's numbers because he is not phenomenal statistically right now in anything but total touchdowns. He's not even leading right. in passing touchdowns with second, but total touchdowns. Oh. And what all of the MVPs also have in common is they led the league in many categories, none of which were turnovers, Mm -hmm. which we can show you this. Here's where MVPs ranked in turnovers. Josh Allen is first, okay? So, like, when Mahomes won it, he was 15th. Rodgers was 40th and 34th. The worst, if you will, was Peyton in 10th. Josh is first. And And this is where I get so frustrated. Josh Allen has not had anything close to an MVP caliber season since 2020. 2020, it was legit. He had a 107 rating. That was the year he was tied for second team all pro with Mahomes. He had a great year. Now, there were greater years that year. Mahomes and Rodgers clearly had better years. Some people thought Brady did. But it was an MVP type of year. I think this will shock you guys. Since then, over the last three years, where do you think Josh Allen ranks in the league in passer rating? Just the catch-all, everything passer the last rating three years. over the last three years, cumulative. Because every year we've had a Josh Allen MVP discussion at yeah. some point. Fifteenth. Fifteenth. And yet we are now here for a guy. And one other thing on the record, because you guys know I'm not a quarterback wins guy. But what I would say is this. No one could argue, Brew, and I don't think you would, that the Bills record it, that, you know, is in despite Josh Allen's performances. No. They, no. they lost the Jets game, the Pats game, and the Broncos game directly because of his mistakes. So this idea of, oh, we shouldn't, I might agree in some instances, don't penalize a guy because of his team's record if he has been just exceptional. Yeah. C.J. Stroud. And then C.J. Stroud, yeah, for this week notwithstanding, mm-hmm. exactly right. That's not it. And I just, I don't. I don't understand, Brew, why we keep trying to change all types of rules, either literal in the case of overtime or figurative in the case of how we do uh, the MVPs for this player. I don't understand that. I agree with that. Well, the MVP is full of unwritten rules. All right. And, and this, I think the things that help Josh, and I agree, I, he's not in it now, but there's no one running away with it. And that's the, the, the fact. And again, remember, I said, the others would have to falter badly. The leaders, the guys that are in front of him. This is a strange year. And you are right. People do love, you know, Josh Allen maybe more than they should. You know, they're trying to make him the, the best wow player in the league. And all that. Yeah. So I just think I, I would say if they go off on some great run and they play some tough teams and the other guys falter, he's in the well, hunt. Then, because no one, who's running away well, with it? Uh, is Mahomes still in the hunt? What? 
Not I mean, really. like if he if he has. I mean, it, the, I you, you know what I'm saying. Do I think it is in all of the possible universes that could happen? Do I think one or two of them exist where Mahomes wins the MVP? Sure, but because he's also in the hunt for the one seed, he's in the you know they, they are they they are in a different spot. Gotta get and, and can I then let me ask this question because I think you guys will immediately scoff at it, and then I'll try to back it up as best as I can. Is Jared Goff in the hunt? He was. Is Jared he Goff? Was, is no. Jared, I would say not right now. Okay, so let's show their numbers this. No, year. I get his numbers the, are better. Jared, well, they're right. They're, here's the thing. They're, ba- they're they're not really better. They're identical essentially. And now Josh obviously has more total touchdowns. You know what I mean? But he also has far more total turnovers. Mm. And I think the audience's initial reflexive answer would be, well, yeah, but. Allen's been so much better over the course of his career. Show their careers. So, Brew, you're scoffing, but this is, again, kind of my point. Golf actually has done something Allen never has done. He's been to a Super Bowl. Golf's apex year is damn near as good as Josh's apex year. The second year with McVay, you know, the year that they had the number one scoring offense in the league, all of that. I agree, by the way. Josh Allen not only is eye test-wise better than Jared Goff, I agree. I would rather have Josh Allen than Jared Goff. Okay. But I, the point I'm making is their careers and even this season's production have been far closer than their discussion points, if you will. The reason, and Goff has been further in the right. postseason. The reason I was scoffing is because you'll put up the numbers and compare those two or yesterday, who was it, Lamar? And, it was No, it was Stafford and, and Baker. Stafford, Stafford and Baker. And Baker. And then I, I think did it was ba- Lamar I did and ba- Baker. I did both. You compare Lamar Baker and Baker. And you'll do that. But then when it comes to Purdy's numbers, you want to discount him because he has great teammates. And that's why I was scoffing because it's like, well, here you want to use numbers to say uh, Jared Goff is having as great a year as Josh Allen. But then when we put up Brock Purdy's numbers, which are – Brock Purdy and Dak are like the only two guys this year who have great numbers. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Well, I mean, I think Tua would have a case, but he's not for MVP, but for great numbers. But listen, if I don't want that every discussion we have be polluted by the fact we disagree on Brock Purdy. But what I would say is I don't think the Lions and Bills have drastically different supporting casts. I don't think you guys do. I think I have to listen to all the time about how talented the Bills are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Stephon Diggs, C.D. Lane. I'm sorry, Stephon Diggs, Amon Ross St. Brown. I think the Lions have better running backs. You know what I mean? I think they have a better coach. But I don't. I don't look at what the golf is dealing with and what Allen's dealing with as drastically stacked decks. And I don't think you do either. I'll, I'll be honest with you. A lot of times we come on the show, you have an argument. You're 100 percent right. Oh, thank you. Usually it's so like Josh Allen is 100. percent Yeah, if we were, to, he's out. He's out. He's, How's he out? They're in because 11th he just, place. They're in 11th place. It has to be well, a you, one or two seed. You know it doesn't back. have to be a one or two seed. The, the, it was for the last decade. That's like decade. saying it has to be a quarterback. Well, for the last decade, the last 10 years. Things change. He's okay. in 11th place. I mean, Adrian Peterson won it in 2012 as a running back. Yeah. You said Miles Garrett at one point. Christian McCaffrey, yes. maybe. Tyreek Hill. I mean, the, this is an odd year that's where no one's doing Those what Aaron Rodgers did a few years ago. Josh Allen is out. I can't have people say, you know what? He's going to be the favorite for MVP. No, no he's no, not. He can it just takes a favorite. drop of research to say that would be a and, historical anomaly. And it if that also, happened. but also, no, it, it where really I think we all can agree on, Brew, whether or not you're right that he can get back in the conversation. And to be fair to Brew, Brew's part of him getting back into it was. 
all of the fake. If it's a, you know, if yes. it's a, the New York City Marathon, the, uh, a lot of people just all of a sudden fall down and pull their hamstrings, <laughs> and someone that's passes real. them up. Absolutely. That person but can win. Right. Not someone that's going to run a four hours. You're saying that couldn't even. Even that wouldn't matter. What I think we can all agree on is he is disgusted in an odd light. He is disgusted. You know, even in that game, there was the, when the when it was tied and they ended up kicking the field goal, and Romo almost begrudgingly had to admit. <laughs> oh, he had Gabe Davis wide open for a touchdown and missed yeah. it. And then he says, but he did throw a dime while they're showing the video mm. of him sailing the pass. He did choose to throw yeah. out of bounds. It is just a weird paradigm that you know what it dates back to? The NHF picks. I told you about this. Oh, it's not his They're fault. not his fault picks. No. I, it dates back to that being a whole new People staff. have really yeah. tried to make yeah. him well, the best Well, speaking of, or turn him into a legend. <laughs> Mike McCarthy, Coach Brett Favre. Uh, for his last two years in Green Bay. And now he's saying going up against Josh Allen reminds him of Favre. Take a listen. He's a dynamic football player. I think, you know, the way he plays the position, he he reminds me of a, you know, a young Brett Favre, you know, just the, you know, the temperament and the ability to throw the ball to any quadrant in the field. Um, you know, he's very aggressive running the ball. I mean, you got you have to treat him like, you know, you have to treat him as a running back when he gets out there because, you know, he's not looking to go down or go out of bounds and, you know, those types of things. But uh, very impactful football player. You know where I've heard that from, bro? You, for the last two years. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad Mike watches the show. Like, right. I, I hope he doesn't, or else he will not like years. you at all. You've been very <laughs> mean to Mike. I'm actually, I, I, I call it like yeah. I see it. All yeah. right, but anyway, yes, I have been saying this, and I stand by it. I'm glad a Super Bowl-winning coach agrees with me. He is this generation's Brett Favre. Now, I know Nick's going to say, because he said it before, only minus the three straight MVPs and the Super minus Bowl Minus all the things that made Favre Favre. No, no, that's not what made Favre Favre. You're that, right. He doesn't have the hardware of Favre. Yeah. We'll see if he ends up getting an MVP at some point in the Super Bowl. But, Nick, the, the way they play, the arm talent, the strength, just the physical strength of their game, the fact that on any given Sunday – they can be the best quarterback in the world. You know, the recklessness, some of the negatives, the recklessness, the gunslinging, all of that stuff, that is what is similar. Now, it's a different generation. It's a different game now, so the numbers will be somewhat different. But he is – that's what I mean. Stylistically, You're going to have to take I, the good with I, the bad. Yes, Or the I great with it. the bad. But I just want people to understand that – through, so I will, I, I will be as fair as I can to Josh here, and when I do through six years, include Brett's first year, which was in Atlanta, and he didn't even yep. play. I won't exclude that. Let's just go tail of the tape through six years and just see. So Favre had won two MVPs. He'd been two-time first-team All-Pro. He'd won an Offensive Player of the Year. He'd won a Super Bowl. He'd led the league in major categories. Josh has done none of it. Yeah. This, to me, Brew, you know what it would be like if six years into his career, people were like, man, Vince Carter reminds me a hell of a lot of a young Michael Jordan. Well, okay, the highlights there are similar. Yeah, and it was and and it would have been ludicrous. 
Because it does, it is, being stylistically the same is not the same. And by the way, in year seven for Favre, he went to another Super Bowl, won another league MVP, led the league in touchdowns again. Like, I bet that surprised people. Josh Allen's never led the league in passing touchdowns. He's never led the league in passing yards. He's never led the league in passer rating. He's never been a first-team All-Pro. We know he's never been an MVP. He's been to one conference championship game, never been to a Super Bowl, and we're comparing Brett Favre, who threw by the end of year six, already was a Hall of Famer. But like, when I know when I say it, I'm not just comparing accomplishments. And I think if someone had said, yeah, Vince Carter reminds me of Michael Jordan, it would have been perfectly fine. Nobody's saying he's as good as Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. He's, he does play a similar oh, style. That's what people well, would be saying. Me and of- I think Josh is a top – like Favre obviously was always a top five quarterback during his prime. I think Josh is that. No, Favre went through a period where he was hands down the best. That When you win three straight MVPs, you are hands down the best. And I guess reminds me of doesn't – maybe I have less of an issue with McCarthy's comments than the one I've heard from you so long. Reminds me of doesn't bother me as much as this generation's. If someone said Vince is this generation's Michael Jordan, and it's like, well, except for, you know, he's this generation's Michael Jordan, and you, Nick always says, except for, you know, the championships and mm-hmm. the MVPs. That's is a big, there a this, yeah, this generation's Brett Favre right now? No. Okay. There See, I would say I would he's, argue the cl- there he's the one. No. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Right. High stakes on this game. Dallas wants Dak to get the MVP and the shot uh, of having all their playoff games go through AAT&T, where they've won 15 straight. Bills, meanwhile, still the 11th seed on the bubble territory. The New York Times playoff predictor has them at 49%, basically a coin toss. Uh, to sort out who exactly has the most to gain, Nick, you made a list. Yep, five people with the most to gain in Bills, uh, in Bills Cowboys. Number five, CeeDee Lamb. He, I think he can officially become a top five receiver. I think four spots Good are argument. locked, kind of. I think Tyreek, yeah. Justin Jefferson, yeah. A.J. Brown, and Jamar Chase are locked. That fifth spot's open, mm. and I think for some people, Stephon Diggs had been in it. I think he's moving out of it. I think a, another great game from CeeDee Lamb could put him there. Number four, Micah Parsons' podcast audience. Oh, he's going to have some fire for us, ladies and gentlemen. He's going <laughs> to I guarantee you, way, he will declare Dak the MVP. He will. We will be back to Super Bowl talk. All and all of it, we will be mad about there. it. Number three, the other AFC wildcard contenders if the Cowboys beat the Bills. So that means for Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Houston, Denver, Cincinnati, all those teams along with Buffalo are fighting for the final two spots in the playoffs. They're all seven and six. The Bills would be de facto eliminated. Now the flip side, the Bills win. Josh Allen individually because unfortunately, because the MVP discussion is a literal discussion had by by NFL talking heads, it will be the discussion on Monday. Is has Josh Allen been the MVP all along? And certainly, Josh Allen. We will totally disregard the fact that they fired their offensive coordinator because of his four tur- three turnovers in the yeah, Denver but if game. He turns it around. We will. Be like, oh, and again, the turning it around. Uh, uh, yeah, he has a Brady lot to gain. Get a lot of I credit. think it will be nonsense, Nobody. but he has a lot to gain. And then, of course, number one is Dak. So here's an interesting thing. This is the fourth straight primetime or de facto primetime game for Dak mm-hmm. on his fourth different network. 
So he will have had on Thanksgiving, Nance and Romo say, is he the MVP and start talking about it. The next Thursday, Al Michaels uh, and Kirk Herbstreit talking mm-hmm. about it. Last week, it was, who was it? Oh, it was Chris Collinsworth. This week, it's our guys Ols- Olsen and Burkhart. And in two weeks, he's on Monday Night Football with Buck and Aikman. If, you, if there is such a thing as kind of culling the full audience or national support for MVP, having every single major A-list broadcast team say how great you're playing when he's played great in all of them uh, would maybe put the final piece for Dak, so I think he has the most to get. I think it's interesting that when Nick named the five top receivers in the league, there was not a 49er on there. In some quarters, all I hear Everything is that be about all, Brock No, I'm, I'm just know, saying. This is the second these time are my, these are my the comments. And I, I get the floor to say what I want. Well, not everything. And that's you what can't I'm just saying. start talking right. about your I'm just plans. throwing out that that's interesting. Okay. All right, number two, I would move Allen ahead of Dak. Okay. Because Dak yeah. is already number one in the MVP race. Good point. And I think we got – both of them still have season to play, so Dak could be great, but then if he struggles in a few games, it could change. Same for Allen. I would move – so Allen's number one because Dak's going to make the playoffs regardless. Yeah. Allen, if they win this game and then they got the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins, he could really put himself in good position to make the – to solidify a playoff berth because 10-7 and seven might get him in. Yeah, I don't it think it tough. will be You think they got to go 11 and 6 because yeah, of they lost because of who they've lost head-to-head right. to. You know what I mean? They lost head-to-head to Denver. They lost head-to-head to Cincinnati. They have a bad conference record. So I think 10 and 7. I think so there will be a out. 10 and 7 team that makes but the playoffs, but I don't think they have the tiebreakers. You want to do most yeah. to lose? All right, oh, number five, most to lose. NFL pundits, including some that will remain, remain nameless that Wilds was watching this morning with fury in his eyes, talking about Josh Allen's actually the MVP if Josh Allen plays poorly. And that MVP for a 7-6 team that had a half-life of three days. Number four, Stephon Diggs. Bragging rights for Lil Bro. Never want to have to deal with that. He's had zero 100-yard games since week six. There was already chatter about, it. does he want out of Buffalo, obviously. That could be Drop a storyline. Dro- right. And didn't play great against the Chiefs. They shut him down a bit. Number three. The Eagles and the 49ers, if Dallas wins, they stay right on their tail for the one or the two seed, depending on it. And as long as Dallas keeps winning, both of those teams know they must keep winning or Dallas passes them. Number two, most to lose, Miami. Because if Buffalo wins this game, there is all of a sudden a real possibility Buffalo catches them for the AFC East, unless Miami wins out the rest of the way. And the number one most to lose is Sean McDermott. Because all that scrutiny from last week that got kind of washed away in the win will be right back. This will one, they will be a 500 team with three weeks left to go. The New York Times playoff predictor can't save them then, and it, Sean McDermott's out of the coordinators to fire. So the, I think he has the most to lose that's, potentially. That's, on I some, agree with solid. that. Okay, excellent I'm job. That. that was a good segment. Besides you trying to talk, I mean, about yeah, Brock I mean, Brock. I'm done talking. He's going to bring no. He's going to bring it in here. I'm done talking. He's going to be like. Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy leadership. Don't even bring up Brock Purdy's name to me the rest of the show. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Make sure you play this week's uh, Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. You download the app and you enter, you get a chance to win your share of $10,000. That's a good deal. Draymond. Suspended indefinitely. The NBA saying today that the punishment was partly punitive and partly trying to help Draymond get, quote, mentally and emotionally back to where he needs to be. Last night, Kevin Durant weighed in. Take a listen. That was insane to see. Uh, glad Nurk is all right. Uh, never seen that before on the basketball court in the NBA game. I hope Draymond gets the help he needs. Uh, it's been incident after incident. So, uh, I know Draymond, and that's not, you know, he doesn't, he, he hasn't been that way when I was around him and coming into the league. So hopefully he gets the help he needs and get back on the court and, you know, put all this stuff behind him. That's a strong statement. It yeah. was. Really and it was react. sincere. It wasn't like Nurk felt like he was understandably taking shots when he was like, I hope he gets the help he needs. Mm-hmm. KD seemed concerned that yeah. you're a t- totally right. Go ahead, bro. Well, when I heard the word indefinitely, the the first thing that popped into my mind was counseling. Like that that's going to be a part of his getting back on the court. He has to go get the help that people think he needs before he can get back on the court. And that kind of goes together with like the whole Adam Silver regime, right? The players commissioner, the partnership between the league and the players. I care about the players, all of that. All right. And that's fine. There's a place for that. But my thing is this, regardless of what you are going through in your personal life, all right, and it's not just athletes, but all people. Everybody goes through all types of things, divorces, traumas, uh, financial hardships, deaths in the family, uh, maybe trouble in your marriage, whatever it might be. But when you show up to work, you have to be professional. And the overwhelming majority of athletes do a great job of this because unlike your average person, when they're going through these teams, they're traveling all over the place. They're still in front of millions of people on Mm -hmm. television being asked questions. So it's a lot to deal with. You might get traded and be in the middle of that while you're going through something in your personal life. So my point is this, there, I, whatever he's going through, if there is really something, it's no excuse for what he did, period. Yeah. All right. Now, I hope he learns from this. And, and, and definitely, look, I said yesterday, minimum 10 games. I'd be fine with 15. It, I I know some people are saying, well, that indefinitely could mean seven games. That, I can't see that. 
Like, because if, if it's going to be serious, if it's going to be real, then 10 games is less than three weeks. Is he really going to get the counseling he needs in two and a half weeks? No. So NBA, it, Golden State, Players Association, because they're all involved in this, if you're serious about him getting help and it's not just yeah. something for PR yeah. purposes, then this will take more than 10 games. So I think okay. it'll be closer to 15 to 20 okay. games. So, I, so this just – a lot of this didn't sit right when you're square with me because I don't understand why there couldn't have been an extra line of the statement. Suspended indefinitely, helping all that stuff, uh, with a minimum threshold – of X amount of games. Like that, the, the a minimum of 10 games, a minimum of 15 games. Because that was, I was one of those people that was like, hmm, everyone is reading this indefinite thing. It's, oh, as wow, long, how, how right, long is he going to be away? And I'm reading it as, could he be back in two weeks? Could he be back in seven games? So maybe not. But here's the other part of it that I deeply believe is part of this process. Because if we are going to talk about him It's not a punishment, it's a treatment program almost, or it's both. Well, part of that's accountability. And what I didn't square with any of this is, last we heard from Draymond, this was an accident. He didn't mean to do it. So I, and I apologize for using maybe a somewhat messy analogy, but if you know someone who's gotten a couple DUIs, and then they get a third, and they say, man, I know I've screwed up before, this, I am innocent here. I fell asleep. I was tired from work. I had had nothing to drink. And then the next day, they are checked into rehab. They're like, well, wait, what's going on here? So I believe Draymond, part of this for Draymond has to be the next time we hear from him, him Probably take accountability right. and say, yeah, I did mean to do that. I shouldn't have done it. And does anybody think that's possible? That Draymond Green will ever say, yeah, I was wrong for what I did to Nurkic? Because I don't. I think he has. I think he may say he's wrong. I, 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 I do have a hard time seeing him say, yeah, I meant to do yeah, it. Yeah, I meant to I do it. I was doing And so I just, I, I am really intrigued, I guess, by where it goes from here. Because there, the... Bruce said something at the very beginning of this conversation yesterday that I think is noteworthy, which was Draymond was very adamant. He was like, you guys know I don't apologize for things I meant to do, and almost said that proudly. And Brew, I think, correctly said part of being a grown-up is being able to say I, I did something on purpose, and now upon looking back, was I shouldn't have done it. I... Th- Draymond has painted himself as such of a, I have no regrets, right. I stand on everything, I've, that I don't know if that's in play. But that, to your and, point, you know Nick, what I, and, that is part of being an adult. Yes. Is, part of being an adult is what I said earlier, your issues off the court or away from work don't affect your professional life. You don't let them. And two, you can admit you made a mistake. Because here's the thing, if Draymond wants to, or any of these guys, want to stand on I, you know, I never apologize for something I meant to do or I have no regrets in my life. Then next time you get in trouble, I don't want to hear, well, you know, everybody makes mistakes. I'm only human because you're saying you don't. You don't make mistakes. You don't do things wrong. All right. So you can't have it both ways. All right. So let's talk about what the future holds for the Warriors. They're currently 10 and 13. They're out of the playoffs. Researcher Josh looked at the absolute best case scenarios for 10 and 13s. And we had to go back uh, decades 
So the 68-69 Knicks, they okay. went to the finals. Walt Frazier's not walking through that. No, everybody else was out in the first round. Uh, one person was out, one team was out, Lakers were out in the second round, and obviously everybody else didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. So right now there's not a good chance because they're not a good team without Draymond. Full games, they're 7-5, and five, fine. Uh, without Draymond, they're 3-5, and five, and when he gets ejected, uh, they're 0-3. So, Brew, do you think the Warriors' season is already over? As far as winning a championship or getting to the finals, yes. Like, the dynasty is, is over. I mean, it, um, they need new players outside of Steph Curry. Yeah. They really do. And, and this sucks for A Steph. lot of times it ends this way. You know, we can look at all the great, the Showtime Lakers mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, the, uh, the Jordan uh, Bulls, the yeah. Celtics in the 80s. And you go through a bad period when it's over. And Clay is not, Clay is like 15 points a game, worse since his rookie year, career lows and field goal percentage, three point percentage. Andrew Wiggins at 28. I, I mean, I don't think he's done because I can't take. imagine it. No, because they got a championship by that. <laughs> that was wrong. W- Wiggins was great for them. You're right. You're but right. at 28, I, I would think he can come back next year and have a better year. But 28 years old next year. to be averaging 12 points. Yeah, yeah they're done. This, the best case scenario this year, Nick, they make the playoffs. I see. I, Pro- I think what's likeliest is the play-in, and on the board, very on the much board, on the is board they is stay the, the 11th seed. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, here's the thing about all those other dynasties: the best guy either retired, left, or was a shell of himself. So Bird's back went out. Right. He was still there, but mm-hmm. he was just not right. the same guy. Magic was in the finals in his final game before he announced he had HIV. Jordan. Retired or, you right. know, temporarily from the sport. Sha- the Shaq, Kobe Lakers, Shaq, they, they won three right. championships, didn't go, then went to a finals, and then Shaq left. Right. And Kobe, when he won his two, he then obviously stayed, but he was a far lesser player shortly thereafter. And LeBron left the heat. Like, the Steph is still great. Great. I, 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 some people say better than ever. I don't buy that, no. but he's not. He's not 10% worse than, you know what I mean, Apex Steph Curry. Absolutely. And Wilds, let's look at the standings, if we can. Who is the team that's collapsing? Maybe the Rockets. You've got to hope the Rockets. You have to hope the Rockets. The Pelicans. I mean, Pelicans could. You never know. But again, like the Warriors are 10 and 13 and about to be without Draymond for a long stretch. They're not about to stabilize. And so, also, Grizzlies totally cooked. The Josh Smith room of season sidebar. No, then the other idea is this. When they get Draymond back, this assumes that Draymond can play with the same intensity that he has throughout his so whole career. An interesting opinion. His strategy, I mean, and there's, there's points where in his behavior is reckless. There's points when he is strategically getting in your head. He strategically got into... Jalen Brown's head. He did that on purpose. He said he did it on purpose. Sabonis, even before the stomp, the Sabonis stuff. There's elements of that that he's the enforcer on a, let's just call it what it is, like a soft team. Yeah. So now, first game back, if he gets 10 games, he'll be uh, playing Denver. If I'm Aaron Gordon, am I giving Draymond a little bit of something extra to see what happens? And then what can he do? He's in a very vulnerable – can he pick up a tech? Can he argue a, b- a bad call from the refs? A horrible call. Can he say anything? Now someone else got to say it? I the would dynamic changes. that the things that get Draymond in trouble aren't the things that make him great. First, he's a very smart player, not just in cajoling yeah. and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that, but in terms of, you know, he's their point guard. 
essentially. Sure. He's been the point guard with Steph Curry in this whole dynasty. He's, so he's a very smart player. He's smart defensively, team defense-wise, individual defense. And he is tough. He can do all that. Like, you don't have to kick a guy in the groin. You don't have to haul off and karate chop somebody. You don't have to step on their chest. You don't have to grab them in a headlock. Like, don't, that's all we're asking, Draymond. Just play <laughs> tough, hard-nosed basketball. You're to push? If, if you want to give a little extra, that's fine. Okay, and then someone gives you an extra to a little you, extra. and then what do you do? You got to be cool. Laugh it off. Oh, you trying to trick me? No, I'm too smart for that. Like, he can bring his whole personality okay. that. Man, you, I, you I'm Wild. the one that created all this stuff. Wild. I'm not falling you know for your who, madness. Brew, go ahead and say it. You know who would play it cool? Rock party. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lamar embarrassed. Ravens, three and a half point favorites in Jacksonville. Baltimore's defense allowing less than 17 points. Only the 49ers are better. 284 yards. Only the Browns are better. Meanwhile, their point differential is a whopping 143 in the plus category. Prince, you know, had a bad ankle and he threw three balls to the wrong team. Thoroughly outplayed He'll by Joe that. Flacco. He'll do I mean, that. thoroughly. Yeah. Joe Flacco he said he'll out. do that. He hadn't. He hasn't done that in the regular season. He just did it. He just ago. did it. He, he hadn't I mean, done it in years. Just th- Joe Flacco okay. came off. All right, ask the question. <laughs> what are the chances Lamar and the Ravens embarrass the Jags? Go, Greg. No. Greg. Oh, there's definitely a, a really good chance. Really good chance. Absolutely. Excellent. When you look at this Ravens team, okay. like what they do is they win on the road. They're five and one on the road. They won five five games by more than two touchdowns. When you look at this Jags team, what don't they do? Win at home. They struggle. We've seen oh, them struggle at England, home. England, buddy. That's their yeah, they're, they're great. I, I don't, I, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm not talking about West Coast in the sphere. But, but realistically, we, we've seen what, what this Jags team does. And they go as Trevor Lawrence goes. As great as he has been in games where they've won, he's been just as bad when they've lost. For me, right now, the better quarterback is playing in purple with the Ravens, sure. and he is trending Absolutely. up. Fact. This defense is better. This team is better. They're finding their stride. I feel like this is a game, prior to them getting in ahead of themselves with the 49ers coming up, the Ravens, mm. this is a game that you got to have. Yep. They know it. And they're they're gonna they're gonna embarrass your opponents. okay. Now you brought up some good things, and I'm gonna add to those facts because you said it. They got San Francisco, Miami, and Pittsburgh to finish the season. Pittsburgh, I know Correct. they're struggling, but division opponent, and, and, uh, and Lamar struggles against Pittsburgh his whole career. Right. So that you know you got three tough games coming up. This is one you look at like we should get that. So I think that's that'll be a factor. And Nick, just a fact. In addition to embarrassing Detroit and Seattle. They've embarrassed three teams. I'm, call, I'm saying embarrassment is winning by two touchdowns or more. Yeah. All right. They've embarrassed three teams that I think embarrassed Jacksonville. Houston embarrassed them. And I'm Cincinnati and Cleveland, even though those were close games, because it was Joe Flacco and someone named Jake Browning okay. playing quarterback. No, hold on. They embarrassed Jacksonville. You should not can lose I, those can games I just make to a those point. teams. All right. The, uh, 
a game where you score 30 points and your quarterback leaves the game with injury and you lose by a field goal is not a game you got embarrassed in. But nobody, he, nobody he left late. The, I, I left late. The it should have been that close. Has struggled. I, the Jags well, defense no. has struggled. Not just but no, no, nobody. I don't think anybody left the Bengals-Jags game saying the Jags got embarrassed. I, we were on the I'm air the next day. It was Jake all right, so listen, That's here's all. the deal. I There's once again – a lot of odd commentary when it comes to this Jags team as a whole. That the Jag- you were talking about the Ravens having to play the Dolphins coming up and how that's a very tough game. And yet going to Jacksonville is a game you're supposed to win. When I have no evidence whatsoever that the Dolphins and Jags are very different teams as far as overall total talent. I, that. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily that. I do believe the Niners clearly are right now a cut above both of them, which is why this could be a trap game spot. Also, you guys don't know your Jaguars history, which is you know just makes you like all the rest of the media outside of me and the folks in Duval County. Where did, when did the Trevor Lawrence era turn around? Uh, When the three and seven Jags hosted the Baltimore Ravens with a healthy Lamar Jackson. And since that moment, that three and seven Jags team is fifteen and seven. Since that moment, Trevor Lawrence has the same in the last fifteen months the same number of career playoff wins as Lamar has in his whole life. Question. And since that moment, Trevor Lawrence has been a different player. What's your question? Who's the number one seed in the AFC right now? Baltimore. If the Jags beat Baltimore, that'd be a big deal, right? Yeah. Why haven't we talked about bringing the Trumpeters? We haven't had one, I, we we haven't had one meeting about right, it. Hold on. Greg, we haven't had one meeting about it. Right now, we haven't talked about it. Hold on. No, it's done. About it. Just, it's, okay, it's first of all, we didn't say anything first about it. Well, well, sorry, it Hubs, I need another 30 seconds because our leader of the show is now our liar of the show <laughs> because <laughs> we have had those discussions. And what I was told is right now, we are on thin ice with the Trumpeters because we canceled on them because we we did. We had what them booked. Like when you plan had, on having them, we in had was them it because booked. they lost? It was because we thought Trevor broke his ankle and we thought it'd be poor form to have the Trumpeters out here. That's what happened. And, and they, the and inside they lost. first thing. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Book the Trumpeters. Who cares? That thing? We got the Cowboys on what? national TV. Chiefs, Bakers. We'll talk about the Jags till the D block. Okay. But book the Trumpeters. All right. Book them. Book them. Who's pointing Don't fingers? Book them. This will be the last round because they're going to get canceled. <laughs> Book them. Coming up in 10 short minutes, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List, and it's an excellent, excellent episode. Stay tuned. But right now, we're checking in on the New Heights podcast, where Travis Kelsey weighed in on the Blaine game. Take a listen. There's a lot of media pointing fingers at uh, some of the skill players that we have. I say f*** that, and excuse my language. Uh, we usually cuss in lighthearted ways, but this is... Uh, I felt like you guys had to feel that whoever's talking on uh, on the the skill players in uh, in our offense right now, man. It's um this is a group effort, and when you turn the film on, what's real is that we got guys that can play this game, and we got guys that we can have success with and win with and win championships with. I know it. I, I've been on championship caliber teams. All this that I hear in the media right now about who the Chiefs are, it's it's only building that beast. Okay, just for the record, I'm not talking bleep. But here are the numbers. Dropped pass percentage by wide receivers. The Chiefs are more than double the NFL average and are actually dropping passes at a higher percentage than any team in the last three years. Mm. Yep. So it's not trash talk. 
Just out here spitting facts. Wilds. And I'm a Chiefs fan. Wilds, are you ready? For what? To lose for, for you guys to lose to the Patriots? For, yes. Don't try okay. to ruin you. Are you are, are you ready? I'm not trying to ruin anything. Oh, what do okay. you mean? Go ahead, go ahead. No. Go I have ahead. no idea what you've got. Go ahead. I was just asking Wilds if he was emotionally prepared for what? To once again have half a million people heckling you while fetting me well, at the Chiefs parade because once again we are in a position where it is the the entire sport according to Travis sports media except for of course me versus the Kansas City Chiefs. What are we doing that's unfair? I'm just telling you how the I'm not even They're say, dropping did a I bunch say, of passes. Wilds, did I say you're being unfair? I'm just telling you how the Chiefs who you claimed, you know, that you're beloved there, but I see the data you are not. Uh, how you are going to be received <laughs> when we are back there for the second straight parade. But go ahead, Brew, cuz you evidently have something planned. No, I, I was just going to ask gonna... Wilds, what don't we do? Oh, wave pom-poms. You know. We that. don't wave the pom-poms for anything, Travis. We are not the Kansas City Chiefs PR department, all right? What would you have us do? Well, Come on here and say, man, Kadarius Tony has been excellent. Or MVS, that boy got some great hands on him, doesn't he? I mean, and what would you have us do? Skymore's running excellent routes? Come on, we are just telling it like it is. You showed the graphic, and Travis knows we're right. And I'm glad because he's doing what he should do. He's going, he's backing up his teammates publicly. And he seems to be the type of personality where I could see him jumping on some guys in practice. So I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with him defending them. But at the end of his rant, what did he say? All of this criticism is just fueling the yeah. beast that we are trying to build. So he knows that this cr- constructive criticism, this fair criticism, yeah. is going to make them better. Or at least yeah, you should be it thanking could us, make actually. them better. Right. You're we're welcome, Travis. You're welcome. Go ahead, Greg. Look, we're going to point fingers because we're not in that locker room. I've been in locker rooms. I understand his stance where he's backing his guys. He's supporting his guys. But I've also been in the locker room where we've had issues and I still back my guys. But when I get home and I look at my wife and she looks at me and she has a conversation like, what is up, man? They tripping. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Would never. They got to be better. Like, those are conversations that are being right. had. That's the real. Like, we understand the position that Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, for that matter, is in. You got to back these guys. Yep. In, this is all you got yep. right now. However, the reality is this team would be in a much better position if they were being a little bit better, not even great. Probably undefeated. If they would be a little bit better. Like, no, that's real. No, for real. That's that's real. Maybe a loss or two. No, but I mean, you can, aside from the Broncos game, you can just pick one play that a wide receiver didn't make in every single game. Correct. And it's a win to a loss. You're you're blaming all the losses on the wide receivers. No, no, what I'm saying is this. What I am saying is the Chiefs need one guy to step up. Yes. Because they, no, wait, but wait a minute. But you guys think it's because they have zero. Where I think some of Travis's frustration is coming from. You wanted facts. If I were to tell you, the most as far as a completion percentage uh, perspective, the best quarterback to wide receiver duo in the league this year is on the Kansas City Chiefs. You wouldn't believe me, but I will show it to you. So right now this year, Mahomes to Rice has been as reliable. As any court, not as prolific as far as overall yardage because he hasn't thrown to him as much, but as reliable as any quarterback wide receiver duo in football. So when I refuse to panic 
It is because you have Travis Kelsey and you have the emergence of a guy who we have a Super Bowl champion wide receiver and someone who can evaluate the position quite well right here, telling you all year was going to emerge. Mm -hmm. So you need one other guy. They are hoping that other guy is Kadarius Toney. And I am here to tell you, Kadarius Toney, for good or for bad, is going to have a major hand in a massive moment for the Chiefs in the postseason. I can see it. Now, it might be a fumble. It might be a drop. It also might be what he did in the Super Bowl mm -hmm. in making four guys miss in the longest part return in Super Bowl history. But this is the guys they're rolling with. And I respect the fact that Travis and Patrick refuse to throw him under the bus. And we'll see how right. it plays out. Yeah. But this is who they have going forward. And the Rice emergence has been undersold by all the other mishaps by the other guys. Sure. Put him on the bus. Hot Mike's hot show. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you have to try Looking up Gabe Davis's draft class. Okay, Sorry, that's buddy. not. Uh, why are we doing that? Is it ruining the, the show? show. Hey, oh, it's the show. It's Matt. He took our game ball. It's first things first today. Kyle Shanahan weighs in on the idea that he has two MVPs on his team. You know what they say? What? You have two MVPs, you don't have one. No one says that. And still coming up, why the Chiefs are on upset alert against the hottest defense in all of sports. But right now, it's Thursday at 4 o'clock. It's which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all sports, the Bud List. It's also the time where we read some viewer mail. In the year 2023, we get a ton of viewer mail, and we are willing to answer your questions and concerns. Also, this is our first week after Don Sr. disciplined me, basically, yeah. for going back to the old, tired, you and your cowboy outfit joke. Yeah, remember, so we do that every week. Not I know, and Don Senior But Don Senior said, Senior, so he chastised you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was in the right letter, bro. I was very oh, in this letter. When I, yes. when I so, heard you read that. Here we go. I wanted to see the Bruins Cowboy. Dear Wilds, love the show. <laughs> Just wanted to wish you and the team happy holidays. Cheers, Ryan and Brian. Well, thank you, Ryan and Brian. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> The thing no is, graphics. where is Dusty? Where is the real <laughs> picture of my body? The one right that's over the, the brutal. <laughs> Young kids be soft. That's my real body, y'all. Public. All right, here we go. Number three this week. I'm going to a coach, Dan Campbell. It's been Ooh. a lot of quarterbacks pretty much all the time, but now, coach, wow. Dan, what in the world is going on in Detroit? Mm. You start off like gangbusters when in 80 or first 10. And then as soon as people start to believe in you, now you falter. They've lost two, you've lost two of your last three games, both to teams with losing records, and things are going south quickly, all right? And look, you have to realize this. I like you, but you haven't done a thing yet, okay? Everybody's talked about you, kind of like Nick would say about Josh Allen. Everybody's giving you all these accolades, and you're great, and we love you, but you really haven't done anything, haven't made the playoffs yet in your first two years. You got a chance this year, but you better keep going strong. Because look, this is how you end the season. Your last four games are against teams with winning records. All right, teams that are fighting for the playoffs themselves. So you got to come out there and play well. Get your team ready. This week is a, is a game you can win. You got Denver, but it's going to be tough. But Dan, I believe in you. Go out there and bust some kneecaps or chew on Bite some kneecaps, some whatever. Kneecaps. What is it? Bite. Bite some kneecaps. All right, number two. Tua. Ooh. Tua. All right, it, it, coming off a bad loss, right? It's not just that you lost to Tennessee, not just that you were at home, not just that you led by two touchdowns with less than three minutes to play. 
It is also that your offense could not generate one legitimate scoring or touchdown drive. Not one. You got hand, you got handed all your touchdowns in that game. And Tua, you didn't have any touchdowns. You've only had three in your last three weeks. You've gone from being an MVP candidate legitimately to a guy that now people are wondering, is he the, the quarterback, guy? the long, oh, the quarterback for us going forward? You don't have a contract yet. Mm-hmm. You don't have your lucrative long-term contract. So I look, you got to come out here and start playing well. Your next three games are tough. Dallas. Baltimore, Buffalo. So you've got to beat the Jets this weekend. You beat them, you're probably in the playoffs with 10 wins. So that is good. But you got to get it together, Tua. And look, I do believe in you, Tua. I actually do. All right, at number one. Nah. Nah. So? Well, Jalen Hurts. Oh, wow. All right, Jalen, I ain't tripping. Okay. All right? And I ain't tripping. Two losses, two bad losses to two great teams. It happens. All right? And the reason I'm not tripping is because I know you are not tripping, all right? You are a great leader, one of the best in the game, and I believe you'll get that locker room together. You'll get guys to have the right attitude going forward, but you also have to do it with your play, and you haven't been great lately yourself. I don't think you've had a touch passing touchdown in the last two weeks. You had a couple, maybe one, but you had a, a running touchdown as well. You got Seattle. Now, Seattle is desperate. Seattle has a very nice defensive front and obviously a great coach. So it's going to be a tough game, so make sure your team is ready to get out there and play. And if you win this game, I really think that people will just – they'll kind of get put that Dallas game and the San Francisco game behind them like they have for the Cowboys, right? They've played well recently. People have put those losses behind them. That's what they can do with you. Jalen, I do believe in you. Hey, hey, bro. What if Philadelphia loses to Seattle? Are there any repercussions? Yeah, Jalen, if Philadelphia loses, then I got some splaining to do. (laughs) I got some splaining to do on Monday or Tuesday. They play Monday night. But not changing your pick. No, no. Well, we'll see. Can I add somebody to the bus? Yeah, go. Please. I would like to add Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Love it. You starting things. Love it. Yeah, I'm starting things. And And this is real. Like, I don't know a lot of you, you see me sitting next to Nick every single day and we go at it and you think I don't like Patrick Mahomes and or the Chiefs. That's not true. I do. And this is a moment where I'm looking at a quarterback that's taking the proper stance. I know we all want him to get on his receivers. I've been in those locker rooms. I've had those drops. I know what it feels like to have somebody pile on. That's not what's needed in this moment. What is needed is exactly what Patrick Mahomes is doing, letting us all know that he still has trust in his receivers, his skill guys. However, what we saw last week, coming off a tough loss, frustrating loss, we saw the first time ever Patrick Mahomes melt down, have a tantrum because of something that transpired in the game that could have potentially won them that game. What we talked about at the beginning of this season was a team that we felt like was establishing and creating and having the opportunity to have a dynasty on their hands. That is starting to crumble a bit, but you can have a historic, legendary season and or I feel like this would be a season to remember if you find a way to get it done. I'm not even just talking about this week. 
I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Big picture, you're chasing Tom Brady. This means more to you right now than I think we all really pay attention to. The focus right now is on the receivers because we're prisoners of the moments. But when we get done with this season and you guys fail to get it done, you fail to have communicated or effectively created relationships to where this works itself out, we're not going to say, oh, yeah, they lost. The Kansas City Chiefs lost because of those receivers. Remember when they were dropping balls? Kadarius, Tony, MBS? No, we're going to say Patrick Mahomes missed an opportunity. We're going to look at Patrick Mahomes. We're going to look at you Ooh. and say that you didn't get it Ooh. done. Patrick Mahomes, you have a chance to do something special with one of the worst rosters around you Ouch. offensively that we've seen. You get it done, special. That's, that, that's very good. And, and was motivational because I agree. Look, Patrick Mahomes is competing with Tom Brady. We know that. He's by far the best quarterback in the league right now. Brady's his competition. And, and you guys know how I feel about Mahomes. Sports Illustrated has documented that I've said he's the best quarterback. One of those AI generated. No, no. Yes. However, Nick, and I know this might stick in your craw. But Brady did win Super Bowls with like Deion Branch yeah. and Troy Brown Super and, yeah. and David Gibbons. Like the, and, you like know, guys Mahomes that are like Pro Bowl you mean caliber. Like did last year. Multiple Super Bowls. Oh, with those okay. guys. Got All right, so Pat, that, I'm just saying. Oh, the Super Bowls when, it, when, they when, nitpick, when you nitpick between the great players. No, I forget. These are things you look no, at. No, you're right. So you're right. I'm with Patrick, but I like the motivation. Mahomes has to prove he can win with lesser receivers as he's the defending champion with those lesser receivers. But I'm going to someone who is obviously proven far more than Patrick Mahomes and this season has gotten a far greater benefit of the doubt than Patrick Mahomes and that is none other than Chris Broussard's MVP Brock Purdy and here's why Brock Purdy is on the bud list it's not my fault Brock I've tried to protect you from this he's on the bud list because he has become the story of the season you know how I know it because earlier this show, we were having a Josh Allen MVP conversation, and Brew, not once, but twice, shoehorned Brock Purdy into it, not even arguing for him to be MVP, but arguing about other things that have been said. But take this show out of it. Brock Purdy is such a hot topic yeah. that Cam Newton can, while discussing Brock Purdy, accidentally insult Dak Prescott, which then led to a lot of people insulting Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. Like, just you, you touch the Purdy stove, everyone gets burnt. Fair or not, he is now under the most pressure of any player in the NFL. The Niners are the one seed. The, we all said the league's wide open. We all know that they have the best running back in football. They have statistically the best defense in football. And thanks to prisoners of the moment media, they have the MVP at quarterback. So they must be the overwhelming favorites to win the Super Bowl. We have now gotten to a point, not thanks to me, I've been pushing against it, Brock, but thanks to so many others, that making the NFC title game and losing will be considered a massive failure. Oh, yeah. Making the Super Bowl. Oh, that's true. It, no, it will that's be That's my true. prediction. That, Brew, I am, Brew, believe it or not, <laughs> there are other voices in the media other than you. I'm talking to all of them. I like the, that. Making the Super Bowl and losing will be considered coming up short. Now, do I think that's fair for a physically limited player that was the last pick of last year's draft? Oh, I do see, not. Here we go. But others see. who think he is the league MVP, who think his floor is Dak Prescott and his ceiling is Tom Brady, who think we have Kurt Warner in 2.0 in our midst, well, Kurt Warner, you know what he did? His first full-time year as a starter went yeah. to the Super Bowl and, and won, won MVP. it. And, and won MVP. So, Brock, 
I didn't want to put you under duress. Oh, Everyone okay. else has done it, most notably Chris Broussard, who on Tuesday is probably going to switch his Super Bowl pick to you guys. <laughs> oh. So, Brock Purdy, Brew believes in you. I cry foul. Why? What is the bud list about? Motivation. Motivation I'm, and inspiration. Yeah. That You put a target on Brock Purdy's yeah, back. That. That's what you did. They, you put a target on his back. You weren't. That did, hey, Nick, that hey, did bro. not come out of Paul, love. Leave me on the camera. That did not come out of bro. love. I, what do I not do? I wave pom-poms for no one. No, is that your thing, bro? Your little no, pom-pom like wave thing? Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, okay, just to put a button on this, I'm putting Giannis on the bud list. This is the most horoscopy story of the week. So what does that mean exactly? Because when you look at the story, you're like, I don't know, take it any way you want to take it. Is this a sign that the in-season tournament worked and we have a new rivalry in the NBA? Yes. Is this a sign that Giannis is totally locked in and wants in his intensity carries over after the game so he wants his game ball? Yes. Is this actually a sign that he's a good teammate because he didn't want the ball and wanted to give it to Damian Lillard because he passed Kyle Korver? That's out there, too. The whole thing is just very confusing. Here's Giannis to try to explain it. Take a listen. Oh, you know what? Here's, uh, here's what else is confusing. We don't even have the sound. <laughs> so the whole thing is just a confusing mess. Overall, I'm going to take it as Giannis's intensity just carries over and they're locked in. But if you wanted to argue that he's too focused on the game ball and not focused enough on the season at, at large, or, I'd be or okay pressed about the season at yeah, large. Yeah, yeah. Anxious that the, impressed that the Bucks have not been quite as dominant as he hoped they would be. Yeah, they need to get it together. Right, they or they are. Look like the best I team have a in question East. for Nick really quick. Do you think this will be Patrick Mahomes' greatest accomplishment if he's able to overcome all of what has transpired this season? I'm, lo- I'm learning from these guys. And the fact that you would interrupt the end of the bud list asked me that question makes me think it's you a trap. Something. No, it's not a trap. It's not a trap. It's a real <laughs> question. Oh, do I, I th- yeah. It'd be Patrick tremendous. Mahomes winning the Super Bowl this year would not be his greatest accomplishment. It would be the greatest accomplishment in NFL history. Mark it. Well, you guys, all, all I've heard all year is it's the worst. All I've heard all year. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Everybody that. knows that is not my body. We no, we everybody know. knows it's your body. We're we working on that. That's oh, cowboy. we have cowboy music now? <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Coming up next, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan weighed in on the MVP race since Christian McCaffrey and Brock are in a similar spot, Tyreek and Tua, where they may be stealing votes from one another. Take a mm. listen. Trying to get me in trouble with those two guys? Um, that's the only reason I wouldn't overly comment on either one of them because I don't want them to cancel each other out. Um, but if any quarter, if any non-quarterback's going to get an MVP, I don't get how Christian McCaffrey can't. I mean, he's amazing in what he's done all year. If it's going to a quarterback, then I don't have to talk about Christian. I can talk about our quarterback, and um, I'm still. If his numbers is all you see, then I think that solves it up. But if you watch the film. Um, then it makes it even stronger, which to me is the most important thing. Wilds, you're wincing. What's your What's going on? What are you thinking not, about? Not 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 the best argument there. <laughs> exactly. The, that wasn't great. We don't need what? to talk. That we wasn't to, great. We don't need anything. Uh, Greg's packed we don't need, up. We, we yeah, back it up. up. He made the point that no. we I mean, making. I mean, just, by saying our quarterback. No, it just kind of did seem like his eyes lit up when talking about Christian McCaffrey in a bit in a way he didn't with Brock Purdy. I mean, it doesn't. It just. We didn't make Kyle Shanahan say those things. I'm just. What's your degree in? My degree is in psychology. Commun- no, commun- mine's no. in body language. Psychology. Mine's in body yeah, language. Yeah, okay. Human what body language. Yeah. Um, I 
Like, what None do you of you have degrees the, in okay. psychology. So, uh, can I, well, just, no, so he's, can I, I just ask you a question? I'm bro. done talking about Brock Purdy. The, I told what you what earlier in the show, I'm not the, talking about the, the, This well, is when you're supposed to. This was all those times earlier. I was about to go and Nick interrupted me. Oh, you had Okay. Nick was like, go ahead. Sorry, bro. My bad. The question was, does it hurt? Yeah, or And no. what he talked about, Kansas, you noticed, you referenced this a few weeks ago, 87, John Elway, or John Elway won MVP, and Jerry Rice and Montana were both great. They canceled each other out. So I think overall, McCaffrey helps Purdy because he's a great teammate. He's a great player, just like Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill helped Mahomes win his first one. Yes, he helps. But if you're not a quarterback, you have to do something historic. Last running back, 2,000 yards, Adrian Peterson. McCaffrey's averaging 90 rushing yards a game. Not going to hit 1,000 receiving yards along with the rushing yards. He's not going to win league. He's not going to do anything historic. He's been great. And he is a phenomenal player, but he's not going to hit any – he's not going to hit any historic numbers – like maybe Tyreek Hill, the, that would ta- that would I make agree. him MVP. I, I, so I, I think he just that. helps because he's a great so, player so and he helps me. I, I agree, play better. But maybe for different reasons. The consecutive touchdown streak problem is it dates it crosses it's over the last season. year. He's only got twelve yeah, touchdowns. And so the I mean he's not even the, the, the well, Mostert has, has sixteen. No, he, but okay. he has seven Mostert. touchdowns. He leads the league in touchdowns. This, well, right, because the, receiving, receiving touchdowns as well. Those count. Greg, and I think you'll agree with me. Christian McCaffrey, drastically, massively. In a way, unlike almost any player I can remember, helps another guy's MVP case. Because without Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy would not have anything close to these MVP well, looking maybe, numbers. Maybe, maybe not. The, okay. I mean, but, we but, don't know. But, but I think I agree that he helps. I, he's a great yes, player. Yes. I mean, great the, the MVP helps. case would not exist if Christian McCaffrey were not the focal point of defenses on a week in, week out basis. The problem is. Your head coach just said it, yeah. Brew. Like, said I have what? two guys that could win the MVP. I don't want mm-hmm. to cancel them out. That's the problem. What other – does Dak have another guy that we think of and consider MVP on his of team? No. No. No, we don't. Does Lamar have Do, another guy? Well, he was, he was asked. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. He was asked the no. question. Okay, so I'm asking you, does Lamar asked, have another no, guy? No, but, but if somebody went to Mike McCarthy and said, look, C.D. Lamb and Dak are kind of being mentioned as MVPs, they're not. But if they both work, he's not going to say but CM, CMC has been he in the conversation. At, right. But my, if, if, if Mike McDaniel was asked, uh-huh. well, Tua and Tyreek right. are both Correct. in the MVP and conversation. That's why do you think he would MVP. say? No. Do you think no. he would say, well, Tyreek, no. clearly, Tua, I, think, I don't I think know what he's doing. To no. here. He's going to back up both his yes, guys. Yes, of course. But the point is, the guys who have actually won MVP, Wilds List from uh, earlier in the show when we were talking about could Josh Allen Last win it, you know what all of those guys had in common? No one was debating whether or not they were the MVP of their own team. It wasn't two guys who could be MVP. A guy who I think, like, to me, this feels a little bit, not the exact same, I'm not, but the Randall Cunningham, Randy Moss 98 year, where it was a real question of who is it the quarterback, because it's always a quarterback, and Randall had come off being a stonemason after, you know, he was a great, great player, obviously, had left the league, come back, or this guy who was just, 
eye-popping numbers and, and changing defenses. But when Aaron won his two MVPs, as great as Devontae was, no one was arguing maybe Devontae's the MVP. Correct. When Mahomes won his first one, because last year it was so clearly him, mm. but no one was arguing uh, is it actually Tyreek or Travis? When Tom won his, no one was arguing these things. When Lamar won his, like, and that is, I think, to Greg's point, for the other quarterback candidates, the top candidates, there's no question who their team's MVP is on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. There's no question. No, I agree with that. I mean, no one else other than Tua has a legitimate candidate with them. Yes. So right. you, you truly don't believe that CMC hurts Brock I think Brady. he helps because, like Nick said, I mean, he's a great player. Now, I don't know. We don't – none of us know. You can speculate that Purdy couldn't do this mm-hmm. without Christian McCaffrey. Maybe he could. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, again, you, no, you want to prove – No, we just know he can't Hold do on. it without you Trent wanna, Williams. No. We just know. No, that. we don't because that was only three games, Nick. I mean, I'm well, serious. Dak's had bad games too. We're going to say blame – like, you can have a bad game. He, you can – Purdy could go out this weekend with all his players and have a bad game. So could Dak. Like, that doesn't mean they can't play. Chiefs on upset alert next. No, you weren't going to talk party anymore, Bruce. <laughs> Tomorrow, it's a hottest segment, all of sports upset alert. Spoiler alert, I'm picking the Patriots over the Chiefs straight up. And then, Nick's picks, medal time. Uh, Lakers in San Antonio. Wemby with a nice little left-handed dunk on AD that he barely jumps for. 30-13 and 13 as the Spurs lose their... 18th game in a row. I, Why are they so bad? Yeah, and amazingly, they are not on the league's longest losing streak. The Wizards, Spurs, and Pistons right now are combined 8 and 62. Metal stand, bronze, Anthony Davis. This is his third straight outstanding performance. Yeah, the in season tournament final, the game against the Mavs, and now this 37 10 and 4 in a game that shouldn't have been as close as it was at the end. Giannis. 41 and 11, easily could add 50. I'm sorry, I said Embiid. I'll get to Giannis in a moment. But Embiid, 41 and 11. He had 30 and 10 at halftime. And then Giannis, who not only easily could have had 50, easily did have 60 and then a little controversy at the end. 64, 14 and 4 in a win over a new rivalry, Bucks Pacers. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. Chiefs in Foxborough, Sunday at 1. I will be there. And I will be saying hello to everyone. Wild, you really just want people to notice you and take pictures, huh? You've no, said I'm, you're going to be there. Going to be so <laughs> How many times, Brew, has he said he's going to be there? Yeah, you've in. said it a lot. Well, because uh, I'm locked twice in. Twice a like, day. Well, uh, I'm locked in. Uh, <laughs> uh, over-under is Please only set at 37. You, folks. Chiefs have lost three of their last four. Mm-hmm. No Pacheco. Uh, here's the, how the Patriots' defense has been doing. Oh, my God. 12, 13 points a game. Six touchdowns. Nobody can run the ball. You don't have Pacheco anyways. Drew, are you willing to get on board with Patriots over Chiefs upset? That is going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not ready to pick it. We'll see how Ooh, I feel tomorrow. But they, they're on upset alert, Nick. They are on serious high alert. This could you guys happen. are seriously high. Because the Chiefs can't score and yeah. the Patriots don't let you score. Well, there you go. Okay. Boom. All right. I'll, you it's know what? I'm, this is – I cannot believe – you are really trying to see. You don't even like Zappy. You want the I Patriots to, to like lose. Zappy. You are just saying. You know why Wilds is doing this? Plus saying he's going to be there. So people before they go be like, oh, KW, you oh, picked us. High five. I'm locked in. Sully from the North I End. I haven't talked to anybody. <laughs>